Anyway, Lucy, do you know uh, what we're talking about today? Yeah, the mail. Yeah. Did we get any emails, Brandon? We got we did. Or me? Who's reading it? We did get a. We got an email. An audience. What do you call this? A. It's not a user. Listener. 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 We got That's the one. What do people do with a, us? <laughs> what, what do they do with us? Uh, um, <laughs> did they ask us to stop recording? <laughs> they did is? not. Is that a plea for us to, to cease <laughs> it is not. operations? It is, We've okay. deleted no, that's good. all of those emails. Um, <laughs> this, this is a cease and desist uh, letter. Somebody, somebody wants to wants to hear from us. I don't know why, but they do. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We have listeners. Oh my goodness! Um, I know. We do. I don't know. Okay, I have to. Yeah, hold on. Let me go put on you a say tie. So. Um, <laughs> better go get, get one of your suits, out. Brandon. I am. I'm going to go get one of my suits. Hold on. Let me go wash them in the washer. Hannah, would you like to read it? I feel like you have a, a, a you have a good reading voice. If it's a dumpster fire, you guys will just have to take over. Well, that we just blame the email and just say that the email was a... Was a was <laughs> yeah. the, this is a dumpster fire of an email. Um, no. Go ahead, if you would like to give it a shot. All right. Uh, so it says, Hi, Hannah, Lucy, and Brandon. I really enjoy listening to your parenting experiences. As a new mom, I worry about a lot of things. Is my 11-month-old drinking enough water? Does she get enough social interaction with other babies and kids? And her nap schedule. I can definitely overthink a nap schedule. I have a feeling that I might look back and think, wow, I could have lightened up a bit. What were some of the things that you worried about as new parents that didn't actually need to be worried about? Signed, Ease Mom. Ah, well, thank you, Ease Mom. That's a really great email. Yeah, Yeah, thank you. That's wonderful. Thank you. Um, It was not a dumpster fire. It was not a dumpster fire. This was a great email. It was a great email, <laughs> and it was well read. It was very yeah, well, well read. Well, thank you. <laughs> the narration was excellent. Yes. Okay, so Lucy, do you have any experience with that? What did I worry about as a new parent that I don't feel like I needed to worry about? Is that is that, Th- is that's that the question? A, that's a good okay. start, yeah. I, good, I was listening. Um, <laughs> that's the first. Um, I don't know, like, oh God, it was so long ago. Um... It's been I mean, eighty seven. Oh yeah, <laughs> or yeah, even yeah. now, like it's it, been even in the last couple years. years, like it doesn't have to be about like when, when the kid was, you know, under one, but just in general, like as a kid, as a toddler, I don't like, uh, uh, do you find sorry, yourself just to be glitched. a worrying parent? Uh, <laughs> no, not really. You don't. I you don't. don't I. I the only thing that I worry about is like whether I my uh, whether he feels like I love him enough um, and whether he feels like uh, that he can talk to me that's another really big thing I'm always worried like I hope that he doesn't feel like he can't come and talk to me about something Um, but in terms of like sleeping and eating and, and all that kind of stuff like kids are resilient i will say when he was uh like a baby and a toddler i was very rigid about naps that was something that was really important to us because and do you think it like na- occupied your mind a lot like you were maybe no i wasn't i wasn't like okay i have this long except when i was at home by myself and that was more of a countdown for me than for him um <laughs> like when do i get my next break uh I just he's but he was also a sleeper 
So, like, if he didn't get the sleep, he was awful. I mean that in the best way possible. But, like, he just, he was miserable. So Grumpy, yeah. Yeah, it benefited both of us for him to get the right amount of sleep. And, like, naps were, were... Not that it had, like, a timer or anything, but it was like, a, okay, he needs to go for his nap around this time, needs to go to bed around this time, that kind of thing. Just do you find... It, it, sorry, do you find that Sterling was a worry parent, or is a worry parent, or you guys both pretty chill? I never thought he was, but I think he is. <laughs> okay. Um, in light of some recent uh, developmental milestones in our life and our household. Yeah, I think he worries a little bit more than I do. I just like yeah, he's I, I think it also is like based on your kid I don't worry about mine because like I see him and I I know that in almost every way he's at or ahead of most kids um like based on like I based on his like pool of children that he spends time with um so like I, yeah, and as my mom always used to say, like always says to me, like, uh, in terms of like academic stuff, like reading and writing, like he's not he's not gonna graduate high school if like without being able to write a sentence, or without being able to read a book, right? Just because they're not at maybe at the same point that like their fellow children are doesn't necessarily mean that they're behind because there's still time for them to catch up yeah they have all the tools that they need throughout yeah yeah and like sometimes kids just they just don't develop at the same speed they're all individuals they all at the same way that one of his classmates has lost like oh my gosh maybe all almost all of his teeth at this point (laughs) like my kids only lost four right they will like they all develop differently. They'll all get there eventually. I just, yeah. Uh, there are more important things to occupy my mind with. <laughs> Fair enough. I feel like you are going to be, again, maybe the opposite. You're, I know you're the opposite of me. I don't know about you, Brandon. Are you um, a worry parent, Brandon? As one or, more example yeah. as to my <clears throat> general like outlook on life, Um I remember when I was pregnant and my doctor said, so what's your birth plan? And I said, I don't know. We're just going to have a baby, I guess. (laughs) It'll like, she was like, you don't have any like expectations. And I'm like, no, because I, let's just get through it. It'll, you know, you got to do what Mm -hmm. works in that moment. I don't know. I I, I can't, as a personal choice, I can't make these long-term plans because I don't know what things are going to work out as. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You don't know how things are going to change or what's going to happen or whatever. That sounds really nice. <laughs> I am so <laughs> the opposite. Uh, I, also, here like, I also feel like lovely. I should say I am riddled with anxiety at almost all t- every moment of the day. But Just not about your kid? Just not about, just, just <laughs> about two very different things. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> Carrying too much anxiety somewhere else to yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. yeah. that yeah. I mean yeah. that is that that's that's uh, that's awesome that you don't have yeah, those yeah, yeah. worries like yeah, it is yeah, I yeah, mean yeah. 
I, I think it's very normal to have worries, and I don't want our yeah. listener to think that it's not. No, it, like, I think it is. I think it's, everybody's no. worried like, about something. There are people that don't. <laughs> Hannah and I are about to talk, so it's we're like, like, <laughs> I'm like we're, I we're having almost a panic attack right now. Thinking about just like the amount of worries I've had, sleepless nights or sleepless moments. I I'm having, think that you could also like the the whole like back to like the potty training thing, right? Like when we were talking about potty training. For me, it was always just like, well, whatever. Like, you pee your pants. We get new pants. Life goes on. You know? Like, you make a mistake, pick yourself up, life goes on. All right, Brandon, where are we starting? From the very beginning or from the current day? Because <laughs> this might be a four-hour podcast now. Which which child do you want to start with? Do we want right, yeah, do we want right. to start on before? I, I I mean like I had my 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 first real nervous like attack when we were doing the parenting course and I was just like, "Oh my god, this is just right. so much more than I thought it was." You took a parenting going. course? Okay. Excuse <laughs> yes. me, miss. I have a complete <laughs> calm too. demeanor. Uh whatever happens is whatever happens. You are not allowed to judge anything that Hannah and I, I say right now. I didn't take a parenting class. Uh, I didn't take a birthing yeah, class. Yeah, that's I great for do. you, but we did because <laughs> we are very Books, great. Oh, Lucy. All right, Lucy. We did. Okay. Uh, we. I. Um. Uh, I also. I also have a partner that is is uh, an ultra planner. Is someone that mm-hmm. like needs That's to research true. and leads needs to. Um, th- that is how they push uh, that is how they push their anxiety down as much as possible is that they do as much research and they do as much planning um not necessarily as much structure not 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 they don't put like limitations but it's just having the amount of information that you can uh, as much information as possible can be like you know downloaded into your brain and as much preparation that can be done uh, is how she has how she kind of quells her anxiety uh, yeah exactly and it's just how she stays calm um that helps me to a point but like i can't overcome those overwhelming feelings of i mean that 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 parenting course absolutely was the first moment like i don't even think i i was very joyous when we found out that we were having a a a kid we were having a child when we were pregnant um well she was pregnant i was there um it it was very (laughs) much (laughs) thank you for saying that yeah no worries uh (laughs) it's like um but 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 knowing that like Knowing that I'm going to become a parent and everything, it's like, I was like, oh, it's great. Like, you know, we planned for it. So, like, I was, you know, hoping for it. It happens. Oh, this is very exciting. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, life's going to change. It's going to be wonderful. And then I just remember being in that parenting class and just being like, oh, dear Lord, they're asking me where the 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 things are like you know when do you cut the cord oh my goodness they're asking me about how you hold a baby. Oh, God. Like, like it's just, you just, for me, I just then continue to my anxiousness and my and my anxiety and my just my own neuroses or whatever just kind of boiled over a little bit but then what i find with those classes just using them as an example is why i feel like they're so helpful is not necessarily all of the knowledge that you get from it which is can be plentiful or it can be okay or depending on what your teacher is and what the course is and stuff but definitely like I found being there with other parents and seeing like the fear on all of their faces too, where you're just like, oh, okay. So like, this is like a normal normal way to to feel. It's a normal way to feel like, okay, just like, this is very overwhelming. You are out of your depth, but like the way that you get through this is that you just kind of take it thing by thing, you know, uh, uh, not just not moment by moment, but like, 
you just take the the information as it comes and you try to take as much in as you can and but then also just go you're not alone in that you're not alone in feeling this anxiousness um for me personally the anxiousness just never went away <laughs> like <laughs> like they're just like i i don't think i ever got more anxious or less anxious but i uh, i think up until a certain point which is then when we had our twins i think when we had uh, when i had um when we had our, our 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 twins and when they came home uh that was like a i the first i would say week i got a real glimpse of just oh having been a parent for a while now to a single child having another now having bringing two more home i can feel myself as being more relaxed and more confident and uh, with them because i have done this before so it's like every time that you do something new it's like it's always scary but then it's like having a as bringing them home was able to show me that like oh but you do you are gaining some confidence you are every day you are gaining you are letting go of that um of that anxiousness and that worry every day that you kind of have to go through another problem the real trap of parenting i find is that every day is like a new problem so it's like you're just constantly feeling overwhelmed because like then they grow then they get older they're able to speak and then they start asking you questions as you're just like, I don't know, like, what am I supposed to do with this? Like, oh my God. And, and that's just an example of just like different <laughs> things happen at different times. So, uh, yeah, it, it's just it, it it is very overwhelming. And I don't think that it ever really goes away. I just feel like you just get used to it. Like, I think you just get used to like, mm. yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm overwhelmed. I, I, I don't know what's I don't know what to do with the nap schedule. But then you're just like, OK. Let's take it one step at a time and let's just like kind of go through it. And I'm going to be overwhelmed, but let, mm-hmm. let's let not that, you know, kind of de- derail me in just making the same choices that I made before or making different choices if it's a different kid and if that's what you choose to do. So I, th- I think maybe that's kind of in general where I come where I come at it now is that I'm I'm not going to not be anxious. I'm not going to not worry. I just have to accept the fact that I'm going to worry and then kind of, all right, then let's start from there and then start doing stuff and let's start making choices and let's start figuring it out anyways yeah and one thing that E's mom actually asked too was uh what are some things that you worried about as new parents that didn't actually need to be worried about and i i think that we could kind of take this in in two ways because after going through it there are times when you look back on it and you're like i really didn't need to worry about how much water my kid was having i wasn't going to drown Mm -hmm. my child i wasn't going to overfeed or underfeed like um but in the moment, it does feel like that. And I, I think that it's normal and I think that it's okay. And I think that's it, it can be really wonderful when you have a partner that sometimes helps balance you out. You know, yeah. you take turns worrying about things. And Corey and I are kind of like that. We worry about different things at different times yeah, yeah, and we yeah, kind of yeah. help each other out. And like going back to that parenting course, um, ours was more of a, we did both, I think. We did like a birthing one and a parenting one. And there was in the birthing one um we had a really wonderful teacher for both of them and she kept talking about the 511 that's when you need to go to the hospital right mm-hmm. and like you're i forget what it was like 5 minutes apart for one minute and another minute for something i don't know <laughs> um and they so they last for a minute they last for a they minute last, they last yeah. they last for a minute but then what's the other minute. one mine was my doctor told me it was three minutes apart and they last for a minute and you can't oh, and for an hour 
Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And if that continues my doctor for also an told hour. me, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what like you can't distract yourself from the pain. Or so, you, uh, yeah. ours, ours said you can't <laughs> yeah. talk through it. If you, yeah. if you can't yeah. talk through the pain and you can't talk while it's happening, then it's, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. D- 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 sorry, that's what it was. Sorry, go ahead, Hannah. So yeah, like it was the 511 and it was something that I just, for whatever reason, I could never get it right. And I just was like, I, maybe it was that pregnancy brain, I don't know. But then my partner, like Corey, always had it. And like we were in the class and like, they would be like, does anybody remember what it is? And Corey was always the one to be like, yep, I got it. It's the 511. It's this and this and this. And I was like, okay, well, somebody here is with me that can help me through this. And it was mm-hmm. like, I had a partner to help that balance me out. But, you know, and then he just worried about other things. And I worried about some things, but there was always an anxiety between one of us or two of us. I remember thinking, like going to, I had a midwife and I remember going to the midwife and being like, I've never craved candy. It's, I'm not a candy person. I'm a, I'm a salt person. I like chips. And I have eaten so much candy. Am I okay to do this? Like, I was worried about how much candy yeah. I was eating. Yeah. And she was like, well, you know, I think, I think, and like, these people are wonderful. You know, these people that you talk with, your medical professionals, not always, but like, sometimes they are so wonderful. And she like, very calmly was like, I think you're going to be okay. We will be doing the, you know, the the diabetic test to make sure that things are good and mm-hmm. like you know it's okay to eat some candy sometimes you know you're pregnant you're gonna want to have <laughs> some candy or maybe some ice cream with pickles who knows yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's okay to do so yeah um, yeah my doctor so, said i could have the the occasional beer if it yeah. was if it was something that helped me get through the day or whatever like it was uh, and then I, I remember she said that, and I looked at her, and I was like, "So basically, everything in moderation." And she was like, "Yeah, pretty much." Yeah, my doctor kind of broke it down to us, like you know, having a glass of wine is not a bad thing when you're pregnant. Like you, you mm-hmm. can do that. And and they said the the reason why we say no alcohol, um, one, they don't test it. Like they're not going yes. to research this because nobody mm-hmm. wants to. <laughs> go on. No that one research. wants to be the test subject. Right. Um, but two is that, you know, somebody says it's okay to have the occasional glass of wine. And what the occasional glass of wine to some people would be once a month, once a week. But to somebody else, it's one a day, three a day, a bottle a day. So it's like, right. So you just say no alcohol. But anyway, so, you know, like there was having that person there was different people to help get through it but also i think talking about it is really important like you know reach out to your friends and be like you know friends that have had kids or friends that even haven't had kids just reach talking to friends about like man i am worrying about this have you ever thought about this or you know i think Mm -hmm. that can also be Mm -hmm. really important to like and you know we i made some friends in those I think that was also really important for me with those parenting and birthing classes was that I met people in our area that were having kids because I didn't know any. I was the first one of my friends to have kids. I didn't know people that were having kids. And so I met these two wonderful women from and having very different experiences from me, too. You know, like um, and, and and so we got together for the first little while and like we would chat after class and like talk about different things we were going through and our mm-hmm. different pregnancies and, and just like it was really 
wonderful to normalize it because all these worries and fears about sometimes what seems like the silliest thing or in the moment seems like the most extreme thing and then years later seems like the most ridiculous thing it's still a thing in the in the moment and it's okay to have that worry it's just mm-hmm. now now what <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. I, I think the best uh, another maybe not the best but like the uh, a very good piece of advice is to like don't just keep it inside your head like because it's just like you go talk, talk to, to like what you're saying go talk mm-hmm. to somebody or go talk to people even if it is it doesn't matter who it is it's just like it's good to just like say it out loud and and to kind of uh sometimes i find that if i just say it out loud i can hear myself speaking and i can just be like man you're a little <laughs> yeah. you you're gotta like, you know what that y- sounds silly now. yeah you gotta yeah. <laughs> all right so it, it does sound but in your head it sounds you're completely justified and you just you're having a nervous breakdown and then you say it out and you're just like what am i talking about like of course the kid can have a pickle like it's like why am i upset that the kid <laughs> right. like you know like it's like th- this is ridiculous like it's like let, let them try it and mm-hmm. if they don't like it then that's what you know it's, i i i you don't have to feed it to them every single day for their only food all the time <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. that's usually yeah. what the person then says back to me it's just like maybe don't serve it as much like that seems like right. a lot of pickles that's a lot of pickles brandon um but yeah. it's like it's that it's being able to like if you find that if you if you keep it all inside and keep it in your head you only you will only make it worse so like having a having a conversation about it or you know if you're if you are nervous about talking to people about it it's like then go you know and online and research it and look it up and like you know see if it's okay because at least then it's like a little bit you can find something that maybe explains it a little bit better to you or like you know talks you off the ledge a little bit of just going oh my god they're not sleeping the full 90 minutes only 80 minutes is this going to be bad for their development because i've been there where it's just like i don't i especially with sleep because i have three kids and they've never all lined up that they're all sleeping well like it's like i don't Mm -hmm. think that it's ever happened i've had uh, twins are two years old now so it's like for two years i've had three kids and it's like i can we can get two of them to work and it, it, and two of them still nap uh but then they're doing good naps and then michelle like you know isn't sleeping through the night and she's coming into our bed and then it's like this is because she's having bad dreams and then we can figure that out and then she feels comfortable and then junior's doing something like where it's like oh he's not sleeping well or he does he only wants to take 30 minute naps and stuff i feel that like having more kids has shown me that it's like they all just run on their own schedule and you're just trying to like move them into the best direction but they're going to eventually choose the specific kind of not maybe not choose but they're just going to go down the specific path that they're going to go down and they go through long runs of and long streaks or whatever and long whatever you want to say they go through these long periods of time where they just they look like they're derailing in a certain aspect you know we've had i've had kids that are or i've had kids some of my kids they go through phases where they are eating very very well and then one of them or two of them it's like doesn't matter what i cook them for dinner they just won't eat like they just and you think something's yeah. wrong and i'm not cooking doing it well and it's just that but really, it's just that when I think back to it, M- Michelle has done that so far all her life. It's like, you know, there's been like, <laughs> like, it's like, there's just times where she's like, oh, she eats dinner every night, uh, but then she doesn't eat breakfast or she loves breakfast, but then mm-hmm. lunch is like two veggie straws. And she's just like, now can I, can I have some Nutella? Like, and you're just like, what are you talking about? Like, you haven't eaten any, <laughs> like, it's like, we've done this. We've gone through this process before. So I find that like with 
seeing that has kind of maybe a little bit more relaxed in I can only do so much to help them before like they kind of have to also be a part of the process of like figuring it out themselves not completely obviously that's why you're there is to help them but they've got to become a part of it they got to become a part of the process well they have to I feel like you um a lot of people forget that like kids are just like mini versions of us like i'm sure that you would rather have nutella for lunch some days but you don't you you make the choice to eat something that's not nutella but like a a kid is like well why can't i have nutella they don't understand why they can't they just like and they don't have the the self-restraint to not have it they just know that they want it and why can't they have it like we have that a lot in our house because the kids like well like he's struggling with like the i want this why can't i have it like mm-hmm. or especially like with like screens now it's a lot of like well i'm not allowed to have it so why can you have it i'm not allowed to watch tv why are you allowed to look at your phone which is coming up a lot right and, and that's um, like an so openness like, of we more understanding of the world seeing those yeah. things and putting those things together that's not something that you're mm-hmm. going to struggle with three, four years ago, because he's not going to be able yeah. to have the ability to be able to, to, to piece that kind of together. Yeah. Um, but, as, but, as, but went three, four years ago, I'm sure there was other things that you're just like having, you're struggling over and stuff that now yep. you don't struggle with, but now it's like there's, exactly. the, and I use yeah. struggle just in the general term of just like, you're trying to figure it out. You're trying to yes, navigate yeah. this sort of stuff. Not, but like as they, as, and as they get older, that stuff's easier and yet more difficult because the new ones become more difficult but they only become more difficult i don't even know how much they become more difficult as much as because it's now a new thing that you have to figure out it's just hard it's like it's just and that's another thing with parenting is i find this like it's like it just becomes it it doesn't become harder or easier it's just every step of it just is like another hard obstacle that you have to like over i always remember people like because like I was the first, uh, we were the first like people in our friend group to have a kid. People would always be like, "Oh, so like he's four now. Is that is that difficult? Is it like more difficult?" And I'm like, "Yes and no. Like aspects got of it got easier, but different aspects got more difficult. Like it doesn't. It's like they keep moving the goalposts <laughs> as you as you progress through it. Like you're." you're they change the rules and then they move the goalposts and then and as soon as you figure out what game you were playing what game you're playing they move them again and then or they decide to play a new game like you're just like yeah we're switching now it's like six against one or like now like the now instead of scoring a a, a, throwing a a basketball we're now playing with a hockey puck like it's (laughs) Guys, we're not. But you still have to throw it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can explain that, but I just didn't want to explain anything. It's just like that. Yeah, you're describing the wrong sport, Lucy. Um, (laughs) That's the point. No, no, I I know. I'm aware. I feel like at some point we have all worried about food, eating something to some degree, sleep, um, and social interactions, which are all things that. E's mom like messaged us about mm-hmm. like, these are the three things that like especially when they're young we all worry about all of those things and looking back on it yeah I probably could have lightened up a bit but like it's also like you said it's new it's challenging and mm-hmm. it's all things that we're going to go through and who knows if we'll even remember this in like 10-15 years are we going to look back and be like 
even remember how the nap schedules were. Like mm-hmm. I, I, between my first kid and my second kid, I couldn't remember what I did for the nap schedules. And they're only two years apart. And I kind of forgot about it. So um, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with worrying. I think it's very normal. Um, but I will tell you this wild story. I mean, it's not that wild. It, felt, it was ridiculous. The thing that I worried about that was absolutely ridiculous. R was like this little tiny baby. It would have been like, I don't know, a month old, right? And so we had virtual care kind of before it was a big thing, like pre-pandemic. So it was 2018, 2018 or 19. Um, and we had this app and it was virtual nurses on call 24-7. And I woke hours like hours and hours and I remember like you know learning like a newborn should have a wet diaper every again I don't remember what it is oh, what is it God, three I hours or something oh, you should have two, a, I, or x x amount of wet diapers in 12 hours x amount of whatever poops and whatever in 24 hours somewhere between and 12 I, minutes and five hours like and you're just like well I don't yeah, know right. what's right and and it was like it was like midnight three it was in the, or it must have been like three in the morning it was the middle of the night and R hadn't peed and it had been since he went to bed. So probably since like seven o'clock and I panicked and I was like, oh my God, he has not peed in so long. What do I do? I hop on this app. I do a video call at three in the morning with a nurse because I'm freaking out. And I'm pretty sure Corey would have like Corey was on board for me to call just for peace of mind. But I'm pretty sure he was kind of like, I think it's okay. Yeah. And I was like, I need a nurse to tell me that this is okay. Like, I do not feel <laughs> good about this. And what I called do you a know? nurse. What do you know? I, <laughs> I literally video called at three in the morning to figure out why my baby had not peed since he went to bed. And of course, the nurse was like, I think he's okay. Um, it's safe for you to go back to sleep. <laughs> If he hasn't had a diaper by seven in the morning, like a wet diaper by seven in the morning, when you get up in the morning, give us another call. Or like if you're really worried about it, you can bring him to your family doctor to a walk in. And like they were very reassuring. And sure enough, like the next feeding he had, he had a wet diaper. You know, like it was. Of course. But it was one of those things that like. I won't forget making those calls at three in the morning to a nurse on my video calls. Like, it, <laughs> And those were things that I like so panicked about. A, a pee. He hadn't peed in too long. Like that was what I was worried about. Or like, <laughs> oh my goodness, the things that I stressed about. I I got cold sores. I get, um, I get stress cold sores. Mm-hmm. Um, or like it's my whole family, my aunt gets them too. really badly too. And it's like, if I haven't slept... If I'm stressed, if I haven't eaten well, like there are all these factors. If I hit my lip hard enough, I'm going to get a cold sore. Like it's ridiculous. And so as a new mom, I haven't slept. I haven't, you know, had a proper meal. Actually, that's not true. I ate pretty well when I had our, um, but you know, like all these, I haven't been sleeping and I'm super stressed and I'm really worried. Mm -hmm. And I kept getting these cold sores. And then it just like, I was so worried about literally killing our I thought that I was going to give him a cold sore and kill him. And so I was washing my hands constantly. Like yeah, yeah. I would, you know, put a cream on my lip and I would scrub my hands. I would 
do anything and then scrub my hands. My hands were so raw. Like they were almost bleeding because I was washing. It's the middle of winter, so it's dry already. Yeah, yeah, I'm washing yeah. them. Like it's basically like I've been bleaching my hands and, and I was fine. And, and I never... I, well, I never killed my baby, and my midwife reassured me. She said people have been having cold sores for yep. years. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, if he were to contract it, it could be very dangerous for him. But um, keep washing your hand. You know, just you know, use don't kiss him. Don't put yeah. your mouth on his face, and you know, don't don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. you just use regular common sense, and yeah. you will be fine. Yeah, yeah. But that's uh, it. Kind of sure feels enough, like that's made what, my hands bleed. It kind of feels like that's what they're like always saying is like they don't want to say it in such like a pushy way. Like anyone that's like whether it's a nurse <laughs> or whatever, but they just want to. They all they want to say is like, can we just take a deep breath and use some common sense? And like, and it's right. like, and, but they can't say that because you're a stressed out, <laughs> overtired parent yep. that's just basically going. If you were to, if if a nurse were to say that or anybody were to say that. I'd just be like, now you listen to me. Like, it's like, and you <laughs> shut up. Like, it's like, this is my child. We're talking, don't you take this. Uh, and it's when, just like, they're going. When the kid was a baby, I think he was like under a year. I get cold sores too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a genetic thing because my mom gets them. So like, I picked it up from her at some point. Anyway, um, when he was a baby, I had this, I got this thing on my finger. And I was like, what is this it hurt it was like a little bump like a little blister and there was like three of them and i was like what is this so Wait, go you got it or the kid got it i got it okay because i get cold sores too mm-hmm. so I go sorry to the, i thought which, you said as a which baby, i have not revealed at this point the connection but uh, <laughs> um so i go to the doctor and they're like it's basically a cold sore but it's on your finger it was on the pointer. It was on my pointer finger on my right hand, which is my dominant hand. And so I go to the doctor. I go to my family doctor. My family, like, she works out of, like, a practice. So I go there, and I see a nurse. And the nurse says, first of all, she takes one look at it, and she goes, I'll be right back. And she comes in in, like, full, like, like hazmat suit, <laughs> like, gown and mask and, like, gloves. And I'm like, oh, okay, so I'm... Losing a finger today. Am I today. radioactive? Like, what's <laughs> happening? Um, and so she's like, it's basically like... <laughs> herpes on your finger. Oh, okay. Because herpes. A cold, so cold sores are, are mm-hmm. herpes, just like um, uh, chicken pox. Like, they're all, they're all related. Um, and that's what she says. And I was like... Okay, wait, I how old were you? <laughs> I've lost my shit. Uh, 30, 20. Wait, this happened uh, to you as an adult. 29. I don't, I hadn't turned 30 yet. Yes, correct. Um, yeah, like oh, the I said, kid the kid was, was a baby. Sorry, I thought you said so, you were a baby. That's why I was like, how do you remember oh, this? Oh, no, no, yeah, no, no. Yeah, I thought you like, okay. my, um, my child okay. was less than a year old. So gotcha. I was 29. Okay, okay. So I, I'm at the doctor and she's like, it's herpes on your finger. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? She gives me no other information. And then she's like, you just have to wait and it'll go away. And I was like, what? And then she's like, and don't touch your child with okay, well, that, that sounds hand. like a pretty awful. And I was like, you're telling me I, I can't touch my own child with my dominant hand? Like, what is happening here? And she was like, well, eh, you just have to let it go. Like, you just, I'm bawling, crying, 
like panicking like how am i supposed to look after an eight month old with without using my hand (laughs) um i go home i deep deep panic spiral uh i'm calling my mom i'm like hysterical uh and she's like, okay, well, you need, like, go and see, like, your actual doctor. Don't just see a nurse. So I go back the next day and I see my doctor, and my actual doctor, and she's like, weren't you just here yesterday? Because, like, she can see it in the computer. And I'm like, yeah, and I tell her everything that happened. And she's like, why did she tell you those things? <laughs> like, you're not, it's not contagious. It's not a blister. Because yeah. it's like, that's, I don't want to give medical advice, but, like, it's only the, like, the... <clears throat> the open like the pus that's contagious mm. um it's not like the actual sore but anyway so she's like it's all good like you can don't worry about like touching the kid like he's fine you'll be fine everything will be fine but like i'm gonna send you for some tests and i was like okay and she's like but like it'll probably just go away and you probably okay, won't ever so get it again and i the reason why again, i've asked so. so many questions and i'm so flabbergasted by this is because i have never met anybody that that has happened to but it happened to me when when I was in grade two. Oh, really? And that's why I was like, how old were you? Because that was oh, wow. super weird. And I have never met anybody that it has ever happened to. And I was in grade two and I went to the doctor and they're like, you have a cold sore on your thumb. But they gave me medicine for it. Like they, they yeah. gave me, I don't, do you remember that? Dis- I mean, most kids love it. The disgusting banana medicine. What is it? Like an antibiotic uh, mm-hmm. probably. But yeah, like, it's like um, an antibiotic, yeah. Yeah, it's delicious. Uh, it's absolutely don't know. Disgusting. Never had it. Oh, so gross. I know what you're talking about. Um, well, they should have given you the banana medicine, Lucy. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't have taken it anyway. Yeah, but I appreciate. You don't take antibiotics. Um, I uh, remember how um, uh, like a few weeks ago we were talking. Brandon was like, "I can't take pills." Uh, I I will. I flatly refuse to take any sort of liquid medicine because it makes me want to puke up my entire insides fair enough i mean you are an adult now they can give you a pill <laughs> yes <laughs> like, they wouldn't yeah yeah give yeah, you yeah, the yeah you don't have to do <laughs> no you know i guess you're just missing out on buckley's but other than but that's <laughs> no, not don't I, worry about that uh, it's like that, a texture that, thing that, like that's okay. i won't that's even swallow like pepto because i just the, the, oh, oh. never had that either it's just gross <laughs> Yeah, I've never had Pepto Bismol. I've never, I've never, I've never tried it. To be honest with you, I'm a little uh, in the dark about what it even does. Is it just settle your stomach? I think it, it doesn't. Yeah, matter. I think that um, it does. Yeah. It coats your stomach. I think it's like this thick thing that coats it so that you. You've seen the ads. I saw this meme recently yeah. about like, like let's make this medicine about diarrhea and write a song about it, like <laughs> that everybody remembers. <laughs> like it's so ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, that's that's a whole other thing. Uh. So totally off topic, but Lucy, it sounds like you have worried. You have had anxiety and worries. So you are... Oh, God. I mean, like, yes, about small instances, but not like as an overarching theme. No, but I think that that's... I mean, like I said, full of anxiety, but about other things. But, you know, with with your... Yeah, but I mean, you 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 had an anxious, like, you know, you were you were getting... Were, I thought we were talking were completely... like generally, but if you want like no, 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 specific but... instances, I'm full. What of do you them. think I've been talking about? I brought up the parenting class. I brought up all sorts of specific. Like it's just I just happen to have 
a massive amount of examples. That's all. I just have so many different w- ways in which that I, I, you know, whether I've kept it inside or I've had a full blown like people are like, oh, he's having a he's having a day. Um, I, I I have the yeah. I just I've I've had a lot of them, but it sounds like you've had them too. Where it's just like you can't. You're told that you can't touch your kid because you've got something on your finger. Like it's like that. That would be. It's I, I don't know that that would make me especially on my dominant hand too. It's just like what kind of instructions are these? Do I have yeah. to wear a glove? the whole time well no you can't wear a glove because then it won't heal as fast and it's just like then what do i do like it's like that would oh, be that, my that thing was basically I would... like they didn't give me any information but so like I yeah have, but, but i like, mean like i would yeah. i was like do i can i just put a band-aid over it like and then can i touch them like then can i hold my kids it's just like no like i i uh, when we had the twins we got uh sick very early on like three weeks into it we all got like a cold and stuff and i had to like I was like, do I wear a mask now in front of my own kids, like around the house? Like, I don't like I don't like it was it was all sorts of like, again, and that's, you know, compounded, compounded by the fact that I had children during the pandemic. So it's like there's even just this added layer of like health stuff that we had to like navigate and and work our way through and stuff because we were getting information from all different, you know, you don't need to wear a mask. You need to wear a mask. You need to blah, 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 this. You need to do this. Like it was all sorts of just nonsense stuff that you can plug into your brain that just gives you an anxiety attack or just you're nervous whenever uh, to begin Sorry, with. I was going to say something that you mentioned earlier too, Brandon, was that like some you said sometimes you can just Google it to help ease your mind, uh, which for me mm-hmm. I think sometimes is also the opposite effect of like I oh, oh yeah, for like, sure yeah when yeah. I was uh, pregnant with. L, I don't know if you remember this, Brandon, but I had a weird ultrasound. Okay, so first of all, I gave birth to L in the Durham region of Ontario, and they asked to, so they monitored me um, more than they would the average because they were doing studies because Durham babies were being born larger, which is very weird. Yeah. Yes, I remember this. Yes, I remember. Oh, this. I feel yeah. like I, I was that. having yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. more ultrasounds than normal, which is fine. But the problem with that is that not the ultrasounds are not always a hundred percent, especially as you get farther along, because it's harder to see because <laughs> that kid is so much bigger inside of you. And there was um, a bad reading of an ultrasound, and I got the results, and um, they said that the like the head was measuring I, I was really far along and they're like the head was only measuring at three percent but everything is measuring out everything else is measuring at 50 percent and then of course what do i do i google and like that was like the oh my god and then oh, so I, oh, I don't no. even have a kid yet oh, and i'm no. having all these worries and anxieties being like what does it mean to have a, a a small head with a big body like i don't know what this means what is this gonna look like and and mm-hmm. so for 24 yeah, yeah, hours, yeah. I cried and stressed and, and had all these worries and anxieties while also caring for a, a two-year-old. And then um, the next day, I had a new ultrasound, and they said, yeah, they just read it wrong. You'll just come to this ultrasound place. They're a little bit better at reading things, and everything was totally normal. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Yeah, and, and it's just – and that's – yeah, I, 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 if I'm recalling correctly, we had not a – it was another – we didn't have like a – same type of like anxiousness and stuff and and like a and a you know got all worried and stuff the same way that you did hannah but i do i I, if i do recall correctly one of the ultrasounds uh probably the anatomy ultrasound um the twin that ended up being junior it's like they couldn't they couldn't get Mm -hmm. all the measurements because of where he was um so they were trying to measure the head 
and it's like <laughs> they couldn't <laughs> see yeah. the top of his head. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they couldn't find the top of his head. They could, they didn't know where his crown was, and it's just they and it's like they tried, they tried, they tried, and I guess he decided <laughs> to take a nap during that ultrasound, which is like what one of them does. Like it's, and then it's like they just like I don't, we can't like yeah, like we just don't know. So we're gonna have to book you in for like another, you know, book Melissa in for another ultrasound in order to be able to like you know just go and test it. And we weren't worried because we were like, well, they just, they can't confirm. It's like you can't right. confirm nor deny that. Like, Does you my know, infant have a head? Because yeah. they just weren't able to see. <laughs> but I'm me. And it's just like one of those nights that we're waiting for this other ultrasound, like in a couple of days, I'm just like laying there and I'm just like, okay, but like, what if they did see it? Of course. And it's like, yeah. he is. Does, and you're you just like, yeah. And it's just like, you just start to, and it's like that type of thinking, I think whether parents want to admit it or not most parents have that where it's just and of course my my kid ended up being you know they did they, he she, Melissa went back in they found his head yeah <laughs> and, and like, he has a head <laughs> he came out and he with has a head, head. yeah he, he does indeed have it it's a full head and it's like and it's right on top of his body and and it's like when we we saw him this time and it was like it was fine but it's like that type of stuff is like it it's stuff that they, you you just can't prepare for because it's like you 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 assume that your ultrasound is going to go fine you mm-hmm. assume that your ultrasound and not necessarily fine in the sense of like maybe they will find something but not like you don't leave it going it's inconclusive you don't leave it going well you're gonna have to come back because i don't know the measurements of the head isn't isn't exactly lining up you go back in the next day and they're just like yeah they just read it wrong and you're just like that type of stuff happens and that type of stuff will happen to you on some level like it's whether it's in the ultrasound or just something else it it doesn't have to be during the pregnancy it can be during parenthood or whatever that it's just like there's a bunch of people trying to help you doctors you know uh, professionals all sorts of stuff they sometimes make mistakes or yep. just like they're, they're or they go yeah sometimes it's just like yet you have to come back again we have mm-hmm. to finish the anatomy scan and you're just like i'm not prepared for that why didn't anybody tell me that why didn't it? and it's like those things you kind of just have to let them happen to you and if you have anxiousness about them don't feel so bad about having mm-hmm. anxious like don't feel so bad about feeling bad about it or being worried about it because especially in retrospect because it's like you're never prepared for that stuff like that stuff is and you're nervous especially as like a parent regardless if it's your first parent or this it's your second third whatever fourth fifth tenth whatever kid it's like that stuff never gets easier because it's just like you don't yeah, know you just don't know <laughs> you don't you don't know you're like they couldn't see the top of his head and you're just like i i, I he's probably got it all but like <laughs> how do i know and it's like they don't know how do you know and you just like you just you you do that and then and then you just deal with it as it comes because you can't you can't you can't you can't, there's no way of getting around there's just there's just no way of getting around that and i feel stuff. like um we all have these worries uh, I keep coming back to that we all have these worries and we all have these anxieties of our kids and and I think that it's all very normal and and something that I think the advice that um, now I feel like I can give um, but I had a hard time receiving was that you just trust your gut nobody knows your kid the same way you do yep. and, That's a huge and, one. and you just have to go yes. with it and like you know your kid better than anybody um, for me Every, and every, well, kid exactly. is different. every kid is different for me what helped me was talking to other people because I I had a hard time trusting my gut and so hearing that always um, sometimes gave me more anxiety and worry um, but now I, I feel like I can give that advice is like trust your gut nobody knows your kid the way you do but also you know having somebody to like bounce ideas off of and talking about is like 
it mm-hmm. helps. Like Melissa and I have always talked about things. I have some other friends that like the kids the same age, and you bounce things off of each other, and 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 you know we're all going to have yep. these worries. Trust your gut. Sometimes talking about it can really help. Just like relieve that that worry, or at least normalize it <laughs> to some degree, and then. Yeah, and then absolutely. you move on. And it's funny because, like I said, I hated hearing that, trust your gut, because I never did. But now I feel, now he, I'm here being like, just trust your gut. No one knows your kid the way you do. And I see it now. And I and I feel that yeah, yeah, now. Yeah, and I, I feel like I can also mm-hmm. take that advice now. But um, in the moment, it's hard. So. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. And it's and it's hard in the moment because you don't have the confidence yet because you don't know right. if you can trust your own gut because you're like, you know, <laughs> it's just layers upon layers of just like, but I don't know. I don't even trust my own when it's telling me this stuff. Like, how do I know? But as you just go through it, I feel that, you know, your gut gets smarter <laughs> and you your can trust it. Your gut gets smarter. I like that. Your gut gets smarter. But I do think that, that you, you said it right is that, you know, you know your kid the best. So if you feel... Um, that you're making the right decision for your kid. It doesn't matter what anybody else is really saying. It's at the end of the day, you're the parent and you know the kid better than anybody else. And um, I also wanted to say thank you to E's mom for writing in. Absolutely. That was a a good topic, guys. Yes. Um, It was great, yeah. It was. It uh, was really wonderful. And if anybody else wants to write in and ask us questions, we'd, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, we are not professionals, but we will give you our opinions. <laughs> no. We'll give you our opinion and our experience, and give you share our yeah. life advice. Or our, sorry, share our life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a, not our life advice. Don't don't listen to us for advice. Don't but we can share our experience. Don't. I would I would warn anybody against listening to any advice that we yeah, have. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know if I gave advice as much as I just told people, I panic a lot, so don't feel right. alone in your panic. We all have panic let's, attacks. Listen to us. Let's panic together. Uh, write us write us in at thestayathomes at gmail.com and tell us about your panic stories. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe. If you want to chat with us, slide into our DMs, leave a comment, or email us at thestayathomespodcast at gmail.com. Bye!